Good morning, folks, and today I want to discuss recovery. I was uh, the reason I want to talk about this today is because two of my members were on the Zoom sessions today. Now they're both in their fifties, and they have turned up to every single session that has happened, bar maybe one or two since lo- this lockdown began. They've never missed any sessions in the gym, and they're they're pushing on like they're in sane shape. They're great. Their the strength is unbelievable, but. Today, I was, as I was watching them on the screen, I could see they were becoming lethargic. It was taking them longer to even finish the warm-up. The, the snatch set we were doing, one of the guys who usually flies through it, you could see he was struggling, even though the weight that he was using is a lot, is, is subpar. And like, this guy's pressing 32 kilos for multiple reps of, I think it's like six or seven or eight or something like that. Um, so he's a strong guy. Now, both these men are in their 50s early 50s and like I said I noticed that they were starting to lag behind and I told them to take this week off because this is something that a lot of people don't pay that much attention to and the, the sad thing is is this recovery is probably the most important part of training especially as you get older when you train what you're basically doing is damaging the muscles in layman's terms you're ripping the muscles okay and those those skin those muscles that rip new ones grow in their place and those new ones are stronger faster etc and that's what that's the benefits of training but in order for that to happen you need to be able to rest now yesterday's talked about sleep this is when the main bulk of our recovery happens during sleep which is why it's important to have so much sleep or eight hour later, eight, at least eight hours sleep and we need protein in our body to help facilitate muscle repair, which is why it's important to make sure you hit your protein goals. But the problem with today's society is fitness has taken, taken like a place of like this challenging aspect of life that normal life 100 years ago provided. You know, we want to be challenged. We want to be pushed to our limits. And we voluntarily do this. But I think for me, it started in bodybuilding. You know, back in the 70s, the golden eras of bodybuilding when people started taking notice of how you could change your body's physique through exercise and it really started to take off and this idea of pushing to one more one more rep this idea of pushing for one more rep pushing to failure it became ingrained in the culture of training today now while a lot of people although we know it we don't really think about it that much bodybuilders take copious amounts of steroids steroids are going to help facilitate recovery they're going to help facilitate muscle growth so the results you're seeing and the way these guys can push their bodies on a daily basis isn't really the way an average guy should be training now if you're young in your 20s and your body's got all this recovery ability well then yeah go for it but know that what you're doing today is probably going to have a knock-on effect on you in 20 years time when you're in sitting in this seat at my age or older the regrets and the the availability of hindsight is going to tell you you should have maybe backed off a bit listen to your body more and not let the ego take over but it's a lesson you've all got to learn so it's pointless me telling telling someone at 20 not to train like that because they just don't have any perception or any idea of what i'm talking about because they haven't lived that ability that that life yet but for guys like myself if you've trained like a bodybuilder all your life you haven't really mobilized and you, you're getting back in it you're probably going to find you've got a lot of creaks and groans and pains that you may not have had had you 
maybe implemented some yoga into your training from early age, like the way you're doing weights. Think yin, yin and yang. I always tell people this, you know, you've got the hard and the soft. It's like MMA. MMA is too hard. It's always bang, 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 hitting each other constantly. There's no massage. There's no relaxation. There's no breath work. There's no yoga. And that is where the injuries happen. It's not so much the, the push yourself to complete failure all the time and really drive yourself. It's not matching the effort level with the recovery level. That's the problem for most people. So we had bodybuilding with all the steroids. Of course, people just seen the the look, the shape of these guys, and automatically they want to look like that. So they start training like that without any real understanding of the steroids they're taking or the supplements they're using or the recovery. And then we moved into MMA, the, the martial arts scene in the early 90s, early or sorry, late 90s, early 2000s. And again, it was all hard man stuff, like push yourself to failure, that ego-fueled fighting that everyone, every guy in the world wants to be. You, you imagine yourself being a fighter. You imagine yourself being Conor McGregor. And you, you sort of emulate their training. And when I was doing it back in the day, it was all, it was, there was no such thing as recovery. There was no such thing as tapping out from strikes. It was, it was just taking punishment, punishing your body right up to the day of the fight. Then you'd go in and punish your body even more. And then you'd wonder why you felt flat and fatigued. Obviously, it's because you weren't recovering well. And this is the problem. And then finally, we get into CrossFit. Not even finally. But then we get into CrossFit. And then CrossFit brings over that sort of go hard or go home message that it's so prevalent in society today and then in this fitness industry. And then you couple that with hit training and you couple that with all this high-intensity stuff, body pump, spin, all this stuff that is designed to make you want to vomit. But no one really focuses on, listen, you've got to recover. And this is what makes a good trainer. Trainers, the problem is, you see, a lot of trainers want you to turn up as many sessions as possible because they're paid by the session. Me, personally, I will tell guys, you don't need any more than three sessions a week. If, you're, if, you, if you feel the need to do more exercise, go for a recovery walk. Go for a walk in nature. Just gently walk and let your body recover. That's fine. At least you're doing something. You're taking the body over. It's moving. You're burning some calories. But you're not pushing your body to the extremities, that limit of... Oh, that limit where you're just you know you're teetering the edge of injury or just complete fatigue but for some reason it seems to be part of the culture today it's it's you're, you're giving slaps and high fives and pats on the backs for being able to push yourself as far as and as hard as possible when the reality is your main goal for training is to improve your health is to improve your fitness is to make you better than the person you were last week last month last year and how do you expect yourself to be able to do that if all you're ever doing is push yourself to failure, starting to hate training because you're feeling tired, you don't have the energy to go out with the kids, enjoy time with the kids, the wife, and the works works as a chore because you're always fatigued. That is counterintuitive to the actual reason why you're training. So you need to start factoring in proper recovery days. Start looking at your performance in your, in your training sessions. Are you fatigued? Do you feel that... This just isn't right today. I'm not talking if you're 20. If you're 20s, you're different. I'm talking about guys in their 40s and beyond, especially guys who haven't been training for maybe 20 years. They suddenly come back into training, and now they're maybe mid-40s, haven't trained since mid-20s or maybe early 30s. Their body is, is unconditioned, and to jump into the way you used to train as a 20-year-old is probably detrimental to your health, and it's not going to get you the results you want. So it's something you need to factor in, folks. This quick video today. You need to start looking at your recovery. Recovery is probably the key element that you're not implementing 
that's going to get the results you want today. So 